Welcome back to another episode of Life Sucks Podcast with Patrick and Chelsea. Hey. We are here today to talk to you about the power of your mind. Mm-hmm. Something that me and Chelsea have been really talking before this episode even started because we're like, what are we going to talk about in today's podcast episode? We're sort of like, you know, flying off the bat. Yeah, and then we forgot. Then we, we were forgot. doing the podcast and we got into a conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, so we pretty much pretty much just were like, do you know what? We Let's had a pod here. off the pod. Let's just do the episode before we we talk about the episode before it even happens so the part of your mind the part let's of your start brain. with today right yeah. screw that let's start with today how are you feeling today patrick how am i feeling today truthfully truthfully struggling struggling yeah i'm struggling I'm gonna, gonna be a little vulnerable today on this episode of the podcast because again you know we're, we're all humans we're all going through some some sort of struggle in life and life wouldn't suck if we didn't so yeah um today woke up quite late very fortunate to be in a position where we don't have any responsibilities like kids and you know i work for myself so so kind of you can... also have the luxury of working for yourself in a position where you don't have to wake up early yeah mm-hmm. exactly so yeah so decided to stay in bed today and didn't get out of bed till twelve thirty in the afternoon which isn't like you it's not normally like me but today i was like do you know what to be honest with you it was it's a slippery slope because the mindset that i had this morning was what's the point getting out of bed and instead of seeing that as that like the mindset that was dragging Mm -hmm. me down i saw as an opportunity of like do you know what maybe my body needs to needs to rest which to be fair there is nothing wrong with days where you do need to rest there Mm -hmm. is times where you can be burnt out and you know you just everyone deserves that lion yeah. everyone deserves that whether it be 9 10 11 12 whatever it is everyone deserves that lion and it is right in saying that sometimes that voice is because you're like oh do you know what i'm burnt out i deserve a day to myself same mm-hmm. way on sunday i took one of those days because i knew how crazy my work schedule was about to get for the rest mm-hmm. of the two weeks coming up to christmas yeah thankfully very blessed very happy but it's about shit got crazy today and mm-hmm. is continuing to get crazy the rest of december so on sunday i took one of those days where i was like i'm gonna sleep in i'm gonna spend all day with my dogs i'm gonna lie on the sofa i'm gonna binge my favorite tv shows i'm not gonna do anything mm-hmm. because i deserved it yeah we're like your sandwich i'll let you get back to it you weren't coming from a place that you were burnt out or no. overworked or needed a rest day but you give in to that feeling yeah like i said it's hard to distinguish sometimes because it's like your mind and that's why today's episode is going to be more about the subconscious mind the conscious mind the part of your brain and really like hopefully grow your self-awareness when it comes to it because again yeah it's all part of the journey of self-discovery and personal development so like i said today i had the battle between like my mindset just being like what's the point getting out of bed mm-hmm. and i stayed in bed in reality my day got pretty short because yeah. by the time I got I got up and we had food and everything else, it was almost like, okay, my day is almost over and I never got anything done, which is a big thing with my mind that makes me feel like... You're an overworker. I'm an overworker. So if I don't get enough done in a day, it makes me feel shame and guilt and whatever yeah. else. And unfortunately, that's what happened today. Which you're working actively on stopping as yeah, well. Yeah, it's something... control of that. Because neither one, you can't go hard for either one of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't be constantly focused on i need to be working all the time i are feeling shame or guilt because you didn't get enough done but then you also can't 
go the complete opposite way where you're not doing nothing and you're sleeping in every day and you don't see the point it has to be that sweet spot yeah for sure the balance in life and, and the balance of your mind and and that's why today like I, I struggle with that because I felt like I didn't get enough done and that was the perfectionist the overachiever that was like in my mind taking over and making me feel bad and even before this podcast started we literally had to chat about it because I felt like I'm struggling with it and because mm-hmm. my mind is so powerful I don't realize that it's almost like putting blinkers on me where mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the issue so put a back background story on where my struggles coming from I was a, a streamer a Fortnite streamer for three and a half years Fortnite is a video game for anyone who doesn't know it's a very high intense video game and I've been playing it for three and a half years and unfortunately, that had effect on my mind mm-hmm. where I struggled to switch off. It's almost like my ADHD brain is just struggling to switch off now. And, and I'm, I'm basically just suffering with a lot of like the you side effects of it. almost give yourself the symptoms of ADHD through too much gaming yeah, as well. For sure. I've mentioned it before, but I, I went from playing video games nine hours every single day, religiously as a routine, to end up having to cut down to three hours a day because it was getting so bad of my mental health to the point where I actually had to stop because mm-hmm. it was getting to the point where like I my mind I was lost in my mind yeah which I actually had to also Contribute. almost force you to stop yeah. it, it you you were coming to the point where you knew you should but it was like you needed that extra push to be like yeah stop right now it's time to stop T- time to take a step back so and I mean look I you know I remember when you were thinking of stopping how scared you were about like well, my other business isn't on the ground and this and that and I kept saying to you we'll just think where you're going to be and yeah x amount of months and thankfully and you're very very blessed that you are now there with your new business mm-hmm. your mind coaching you took your struggles and you learned and you grew and now you're passing on to other people which is amazing yeah for sure and even what you said about like whenever it was at the start the fear was there but I also feel like my mind was so dependent on the gaming side of things for my routine. It almost wasn't like the fear was like, oh, what am I going to do when I have to stop doing this? It was more like my mind. It's almost like you're on drugs. Your mind gets yeah. used to. And, and that's how, again, powerful your mind, your brain is. Same way people are addicted to substances, whether it's alcohol, drugs, or whatever that is. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. Food. Any, any food, people junk get, food. Yeah. Watch TV, video games. A lot of those addictions... Even though yet, of course, there are some physical substances that, that them, get yeah. you like nicotine and alcohol and all those things. But like a lot of the addictions are actually created in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind get used to feeling a certain way by whatever that thing for you is. So whether it's like gaming for me was a big escape. Yeah. Oh, another one is also marijuana. Marijuana, right. It is not physically addictive. It does yep. not have an addictive substance in it. But there is this thing in life where it's like people will say oh it's addictive but it's not that it's addictive it's the the feeling that you get the from it feeling addictive. can get addictive in the sense of like it can become a habit it can be a yeah. routine get home from work i smoke it or i you know feel down i smoke it whatever it is mm-hmm. it becomes a routine and the routine becomes a habit yep. or the good feeling can become a pattern a pattern it can be something that's enjoyed if your brain feeds that's going to be like oh keep doing that for sure that's 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 but it's not actually the substance it's not actually the marijuana Mm. that is addictive yeah and that contributes to what you're talking about with your mind exactly same thing like look at pornography 
pornography is one of the most addictive things in the men's community Mm -hmm. but it's not physically addictive. it's not physically no it's the pleasure that you get get because again your brain is the thing that produces like your mind your brain is the thing that produces the dopamine the the things that are really like i I, i've I've explained that to to before in in an episode where we talked about dopamine being the chemical of pleasure but also being the chemical of more Mm -hmm. that's why whenever i was playing video games it just wasn't doing it for me because I had a threshold where the pleasure that was, more. I wasn't getting the pleasure to the point it gets frustrating. And put it this way, it's like drugs. People take drugs and then it gets to a point where, oh, well now we need even more. Yep. Because you no longer get the hit. Yeah. Perfect example of that is, is have you ever sat on your phone and you scrolled and you're and you're going through i talked about this last episode did you yeah so it's like when you're scrolling on your phone and you're Mm -hmm. just like you're just not getting any pleasure from your social media anymore because you've done it for so long like that's not cutting it out for you anymore it's like you have to just like to the point where you feel numb yeah and that's the stage i got after three and a half years to the point where i had to take a step back and i've been off video games probably obviously i've done here and there it makes me sound like I was on some hardcore drugs or something, but <laughs> I, I, I've I was playing video games here and there. But like off the routine that I was in when I was full time gaming it, because again it was justified because I was making money off of it, so it was like it was okay. My my brain was like it was almost justifying the fact that I was doing it. It's okay because you're getting paid for it, right? But yeah. when I came off like that routine, that habit, five almost six months later. And I'm struggling to this day where I wake up and I feel numb and I feel like I don't want to do anything. Right. what's the point but, and it's almost like my mind straight away goes to why don't you start streaming mm. but in saying that as much as i agree you are also addicted to working yeah you are a, you feel shame guilt you feel unproductive you have issues around not doing a certain amount of work yep 100 percent. if your work even though you've worked your ass off to get to where you are Mm. even though you continue to try to better yourself to better your clients Mm -hmm. you're not working to a degree you're used to so therefore you feel like you don't you don't deserve your money and you don't you almost feel like put it this way it's like people who say oh all i want to do is like i want to have a job where i don't really have to work that much I make good money, I can sleep in, I can do whatever I want with my days. But then when you get there, you're like, oh God. And you seek for something else. Yeah. Or it's like business people who are like, okay, well, once I break a million, you know what, that's it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be able to take a back, lay back. And then they continue to work and work and work and work. Yeah. Or people who retire and then don't know what to do with themselves. So they, what do they do? They retire and then they go get a wee job yeah, they get just a because they're retired. Job. Yeah. And that is because you can't physically switch off. Your your mind gets used to a certain thing and it's hard to yeah. break that pattern. It's hard to break that habit and whatever whatever that is for you personally. And I love what you said there because it's important to reflect where does that come from? Because like you said, for me, one of my issues, and here's the thing. I feel like at the start, I had a lot of resistance being told I have issues because it makes it, it, makes it sound like there's something wrong with you. And I just want to open this opportunity for anyone who's listening to realizing that we all have issues no matter no matter what childhood you had no matter what parents whether you had good parent figures or bad parent figures whether you had a good life or bad life we're all gonna have some sort of issues like you've Mm -hmm. mentioned in i think it was the first episode we ever did whether it's like your privilege issues or whether it's your trauma issues and 
the reason I'm struggling with switching off is because a lot of that thing is stored in my mind, in my subconscious mind, that I need to work really hard and really long hours in order to deserve, deserve money, money. Mm -hmm. because that's my limit belief. Because you've grew up with people who work extremely hard yep, and very, very long for decent, if even decent money. Yeah, well, I originally come from Poland, which is sort yeah. of Eastern Europe. A lot of people from Poland migrate to other countries, which would happen to my family. We we immigrated to Northern Ireland when I was a young boy. And when you do that, like it's a different, you adapt a certain mindset yeah. where you have to work for your money. You have to show up. You have to be better. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to work extremely hard, long hours. And that's the mindset. Yeah. And it's instilled in you. If you don't have education behind you, you have to find a job and grind. That's, that's the point. Yeah. And obviously, for me, education was my strong point at that, at that stage of my life. So my mindset that I adapted, which was, again, stored in my subconscious mind, I have to work my ass off yeah. for my money, for my, for my lifestyle. And the fact that I'm very fortunate that I don't have to work like a nine-to-five job, because obviously, through my habits and through my thinking, I was able to create that life for myself where I... I've I've worked multi I've I've run multiple businesses whether it was the whether it was the gaming business right which obviously was a, a job and now my coaching business mm -hmm. which I'm really enjoying doing. However, I'm fortunate that I don't have to work, work as much as much work as no, long. No, because you you don't do it, you don't put a nine to five. Yeah. Being a mindset coach, you just don't. Yeah. Do you know, or at least not at this point anyway. Do you know? Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, if you've thousands of clients or whatever obviously what that impacts your time but yeah but the, the point of it is that that my subconscious mind again believes that my limit belief is that i have to work hard long hours otherwise you're going to suffer because it doesn't align with my paradigm of mm -hmm. that limit belief so and don't get me wrong there's a lot of people who are like that i mean look at my dad mm -hmm. do you know my dad is one of the hardest people and I say this all the time, one of the hardest working people I have ever met. Mm -hmm. You know, like my dad is addicted to work. Oh, Even yeah, if he definitely. says he would, of course, because he's working so much, he's like, he would love a day off or he'd love a break or whatever. I swear to God, if my dad got a week off, I'm pretty sure he would ask for overtime. Oh, yeah. He works sure. seven days a week. Yeah, for sure. And do you know what I mean? It's He is addicted to work, even if he doesn't know it. Yeah. And again... That is something that yeah. is part of his mind that makes him be the way he is. And which brings us to that point. Everything that you're feeling, whether it's your issues, whether it's your limit beliefs, whether it's the stories you're telling yourself, are all from your mind. Mm -hmm. So let's dive a little bit deeper on the subject of the mind, because obviously for anyone who doesn't know much about the neuroscience and, and how your mind is structured and what way it works, you have two parts of your mind. Conscious, which is the person that's like, you, mm -hmm. the thinker, the, the the choice maker, the person that's behind the wheel, and then the powerful side of your mind, which is your subconscious. That part of your mind is, is in charge of your heart beating, your lungs breathing, yeah. your digestive system working, but it also has a lot of like storage and memories and everything else that you've yeah. ever been through. So for example, if you have any fears, the reason why you have those fears is probably goes back to your childhood or, or a point in, in your life where you had like a scarcity moment that happened to you, right? Whether it was like, I don't know if anyone out there has a fear of ladybugs. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my mind. If you have a fear of ladybugs and when you were younger, 
and you're thinking, why the fuck am I scared of ladybugs? Like, that's such a weird fear to have, right? But, for example, if you were younger, and just say you were on a skateboard or rolling blades, and you fell, and the first thing you saw when you fell was, like, a ladybug, right? Your subconscious mind picks that up as, like, bad experience, ladybug, stored in your subconscious. So, the, the reason why you have a lot of fears and a lot of, like, myself limit beliefs mm-hmm. is because of, you have a subconscious mind that is storing everything in order to keep you surviving. So the point of this is that your mind is so powerful that either thanks to your mind, you're going to have a really good, successful life mm-hmm. filled with joy and positivity and happiness, or your mind could be the reason why you are suffering today. Yep. Because a lot of the suffering that people indulge in comes within the subconscious mind. Yeah. And again, one of the things that I do with my coaching clients is we're actively working on the subconscious part to reprogram it to instead of sabotage people is to program it that it serves them and it's not something that is just simply overdone in in a, in a matter of days or weeks it, it takes months to intentionally reprogram your mind to the point where even on the point of my self-improvement journey where I've been on it for now a few years I still wake up where I don't even realize that I'm in, I'm inside of my subconscious mind creating a bit of a self-sabotage routine where I wake up and I'm like, oh, what's the point? You know, today I feel empty. Today I feel numb. I didn't get anything done. Go back to streaming. That's my mind. It's trying to replay that thing that it craves, which is the busyness that, I, yeah. that I've been feeling majority of my life. Because for anyone who doesn't know, I've been actually, like I said, working. And the reason why... I'm still a recovering workaholic is because I've been working pretty much since I was like, I started early on when I was like 13, clean windows, trying to save up for my Xbox 360. I told you that story before, mm-hmm. right? And I, I went into hotel work, cleaning the dishes, worked in the nightclub, collecting empty glasses and bottles, Yeah. right? And by the time I was like 15, going to school, I was doing full-time school and I had a full-time job. So my, my subconscious mind was programmed to be always on the go, to be always working, to be always doing something. Yeah. To the point where now that's shown up in my adult life as I struggle to switch off. Like you've mentioned a point, if someone is an elderly person who gets the, the age of retirement, it gets the point of their mind is conditioned to be always working. They struggle to switch off. So they now have to find a part-time job. Mm-hmm. So condition that subconscious mind, condition your mind is so important. Yeah. And it takes intentional work. Like I've said, it's not just like trying to reprogram it once or twice. It's constant work. And sometimes you don't even realize it's happening. Like, for example, I didn't know that was happening to me today until you spoke to me about it. Mm-hmm. So I want to say thank you for that. You're very welcome. I appreciate you snapping me out of it. You're welcome. So I think the important question for people to ask themselves is are you living? through your subconscious or are you living through your conscious and speaking for myself like you've just said you live today and have lived in your subconscious and I think I've spent majority of my life 85 90% of my life in my subconscious Mm -hmm. making decisions and doing things from my subconscious Mm -hmm. rather than my conscious rather than me Chelsea me my soul me Mm -hmm. 
I have been living through the subconscious version just tells me what to do and I just go do it. Yeah. Like I have no control over it. And when I have those days where I'm like, put it this way, what helped me realize this was doing the cold plunge, which I think we even talked about last um last episode last episode. episode before but i said to you a couple nights ago i was like you know what i actually think and it sounds people probably like oh hi or as if i literally think the cold plunge doing it has changed my life okay so for anyone who doesn't know what the cold plunge is mm-hmm. cold plunge is cold water therapy which yes, basically therapy. we've got a little what would you call it like a tub yeah. out our back garden that is filled with cold water that we mm-hmm. leave overnight and obviously coming into winter months the it's temperature <laughs> the temperature gets to like four or five degrees celsius not sure what that is in fahrenheit but it's it's pretty cold oh yeah um and what we do at the start of our day is we do a cold plunge for three minutes every single day each yeah. so so it's changing my life from the obvious benefits of cold water if you look it up which is you know the balance in your hormones especially for women the spike in your dopamine like you've said before um help me out with some more of the so there's the actual benefits of cold water yeah like spike in your immune system is really good for your immune oh, system yeah, especially definitely. this time of the year fighting which off flus and colds mm-hmm. and just in general like stress regulation as well stress yeah because you're doing something so difficult at the start of the day you're stressing your yeah. body you're spiking the cortisol level which is cortisol. your hormone yeah your hormones um your hormone um for for stress yeah and essentially what you're doing is you're waking your body up and you're you're Mm. waking your mind up and it's a game changer for women as well because i'd actually looked into it for the purpose of for women Mm -hmm. and you know at their time of the month it has so many benefits i mean it again helps regulate your hormones it actually helps your bleeding Mm-hmm. and it can help your cramping because basically when you're on your time correct of the month. me if i'm wrong on your time of month correct me if i'm wrong when you get in the cold water basically i just want to make sure i'm saying this right you whenever you have cramps we're taught to put warm water on it, or not warm water sorry like hot water bottle hot water bottle mm-hmm. yes yeah, so, so we're taught to put a hot water bottle on us you know heat it up we kind of you kind of seek heat and I don't know if that's just me or if that's a lot of women, but I feel like when you're on your time of the month, you kind of you seek heat. Seek comfort. You seek comfort, but you actually seek heat. And I think it's because we're taught, you know, put heat pads on, put hot water bottles on. But I looked into the fact that doing the cold water, because you're cramping, mm-hmm. when you get in the cold water, your body goes to fight to protect you from the cold. Yeah. And stops the cramping. Yeah. So... You can Google it. There's more technical term. I'm just rambling off the top of my head. But I read that and I was like, okay, I'm going to give that a try. Which, just so everyone knows, made a huge difference. I mean, it doesn't physically stop you at all from cramps. But it definitely lightened, like eased them up and made me feel better. So totally worth it. But the point I was trying to make was, the reason I feel like it's changed my life is because I started to really realize how much I was living in my subconscious mm-hmm. when I stood at that water. Before you got in? Before I got in. Yeah. Because, oh my God. Now, you might listen to this and this might give you the dopamine to be like, I want to start doing that, right? Because that's what I done. You you Hopefully. were doing it. You were doing it. You were telling me to do it. I was watching people do it. I was watching you do it. And I was like, my dopamine was like, yeah, you're going to do that the next day. Like tomorrow, you're so excited to do that. You know, that yeah, dopamine yeah, yeah, yeah. you get like, 
12 a.m. and you're going to change your life you're like I'm going to just start going to gym every day it was that kind of moment I was like easy I can totally get in that water got up the next day and as soon as I stood at that every single bit of my mind is like screaming to me don't get in it and it's something that you can't actually explain until you you know yourself until you're doing it for some reason your body your subconscious like don't do that don't get in that so I like dipped my hand and felt that you know you were like don't do that it's worse and that shocked me again I was like oh my god I don't want to do this I don't want to do this and I am not joking I'm gonna sound like such an idiot or an idiot whatever way you want to say it but I actually almost cried on my first day trying to do it because I felt so frustrated that I me Chelsea wanted to do it but my fucking body our mind was like, you're not doing this. Like, feet on the floor. You were like, get in. And I was like, I can't lift my feet. I can't, I can't get in. Your, your mind was just yeah, taking I, control I, over As you. if I didn't have excess of my own legs. And then eventually, I put my legs in. <laughs> and I stood in that water. How long did I stand in that? I mean, the first like, time it wasn't bad. Like, no, the, fact the is, first time was bad. I feel like if... You're the, supposed to get in it for anything from like two to three minutes depending on how cold it is Mm -hmm. but I stood about thigh high for about 10 minutes no it was it was definitely it was it was to the point where my legs went numb yeah okay so you really you need to get in and you need to get yourself in it within about 30 seconds or so that's my sweet spot by 30 seconds it takes me to fully get my body in it and then Mm -hmm. I'm good to go but that first time I was like okay so I finally got control and I put my legs in it and then I was like, I can't sit down. I can't sit down. I can't sit down. It was so cold in my legs that my body was like, you can't physically can't sit down. It was like I had no control to make myself sit because of how uncomfortable it was. Yeah. Basically, long story short, I made myself sit down. Yeah. Okay. You took control and of your mind. Every single day since then, I make myself get into it, no matter how freaking cold it is. And don't get like, it's got cold the yeah. past couple of weeks like I mean one of them I actually thought at one point I said it and I was like you just are never going to be able to get up again because yeah. it's just too cold it's so cold it's so cold it's, it's absolutely brutal and for anyone who never did cold water like whether it's cold showers or cold plunge or you know even some people go cold cold swimming like in the sea and stuff this time of the year but it is it is brutal but there's so many different benefits and like you said one of my favorite benefits is the discipline that mm-hmm. it takes to control your mind because discipline is probably the most ultimate part of self-love that you could do for yourself because it's not doing things that your mind enjoys doing it's doing the things that are good for you regardless yeah. of how your mind feels about it mm-hmm. and cold plunge cold water is the perfect example of it yeah. because that shit is not easy no. and, and that it requires you to take control of that voice in your mind that is telling you not to do it yeah and once you control that with the likes of the cold water, you can then use that same it, discipline. It proved to me that I have the discipline. It proved to me that I can make myself do something that mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to do. Yeah. So basically, it was a long story for a short point of I feel like it changed my life because of how much I struggled to get into it, but how much I wanted to get into it. So why if I wanted to do something so much? was a part of me completely stopping me from doing it yeah okay mm-hmm. subconscious yeah. didn't want me to do it body was like 
don't do that cold water yep. bad freezing it's uncomfortable it's you're gonna die as basically even though i know i'm not my brain is like no you are so yeah. don't do it but i overpowered myself and i continued overpower that part of me to do the things that i want to do yeah so how i took that forward was now I, you know when it came to the time of the month and i was doing the cold water and i was showing myself well okay it's hard as it is but it's even harder mm. when it's that time even harder yeah i mean no part of you wants to do that you're sore you're cramping it actually i felt was more painful mm-hmm. but for way better benefits after yeah so what that showed me then when i went to work and i was maybe getting flustered in myself or i didn't want to do something or i i don't know my mood was fluctuating basically yeah. it let me stop and be like you're in control of the situation yeah not the background subconscious hormonal you know triggers me i'm yeah. in control of it and same thing with your fears for example this podcast we did mention the first episode we had a lot of fear of judgment and rejection and whatever else what are people going to say when we do this what are family members going to say and the point is that once you start overcoming your mind from like one aspect of it whether it's like you said making yourself doing something really uncomfortable for the for the point of building discipline or like you've mentioned whether you're having a stressful day at work you are now becoming more powerful than that powerful part of your brain Mm -hmm. that is sensible to send fear to your body to send stress to your body to send all those things and a really good question i loved you asking was how many people who are listening to this are living in their subconscious mind so without even realizing to put it in the perspective subconscious mind is being on autopilot Mm -hmm. it's basically like i said you've got a programming from whether you were a kid from whether you were a teenager or an adult whether it's your limit beliefs, whether it's your belief system, whether it is your fears, whether it's your, like I said, whatever's going on in your subconscious mind. If you allow that programming to run on autopilot, you are living in your subconscious mind, therefore not living with intentions. And to be honest with you, your subconscious mind is designed to be default negative. Because yeah. going back on our ancestral days, I love talking about this stuff. So if I get lost, I give you permission to... snap me out of it i'm gonna stop you right now because you already know you're gonna get lost yeah yeah so the ancestral part part of the brain is designed to keep us surviving so it is going to be seeking negative in our environment and obviously in today's world the negative is social media news negative situations in your life all those things right Mm -hmm. because the negative that it was supposed to protect you from is a cyber tooth tiger or a crocodile in the river Back in those days where we were out foraging and gathering and living in caves and living in huts and, and surviving in, in, the, in the wild. Yeah. But because of this, the society we live in today, your subconscious mind could be the one thing that fucks you over when it comes to making your life a more enjoyable experience. Whether it's pursuing your dreams, chasing your goals, starting that job you really want to do, ask that person out on a date, right? Mm-hmm. Or simply have an uncomfortable conversation with your partner. Your subconscious mind, if on autopilot, is going to stop you from doing a lot of those things. Yeah. Because it's, again, designed to be on autopilot, which is negative. So it is your responsibility. It is your choice and, and control. it's within your control to be intentional with how you condition in your mind. Yeah. So what I would love to hear from you right now is, obviously, aside from the cold plunge, what are some of the other ways how you condition your mind? Basically, by taking that initial first thought and listening to it, mm. breaking it down and deciding whether or not 
that is me mm -hmm. or that is my subconscious. Yeah. So like when you get a negative thought mm -hmm. about whatever that is for you, yeah. whether it's work or life or our relationship, right? Patrick is a dick. <laughs> You're like, facts. Is that my subconscious mind? Right? I'm like, no, that's definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, and like you mentioned, you, your first thought is always, always going to be automatic. So when you're yeah. first condition your mind to be more positive, right? Cause I think that's, that's a big one for a lot of people who are listening, condition your mind to be more positive. And like you've mentioned, turning over those negative thoughts that are not yours, your first thought is going to be negative. So making sure that your second thought is positive. Yeah. And over time. Your subconscious mind learns the new pattern of like, okay, we're no longer negative about this. We're more positive. And I'm not joking. It is so important that you are more positive than you are negative. Mm -hmm. Because it is so, so easy to be negative. So easy. I can be negative about this podcast right now. I can be negative about what I did today. I can be negative about my work. I could be negative about, well, I wanted to go to bed at a certain time and I'm not in bed. It's very easy to find negatives in a lot of things. You go on social media, you'll find a hundred negatives. And then you spiral. And you spiral. And I do find a lot of people are very negative. Mm. It is so much harder to be positive. It's so much harder to be a positive person. Yep. There's actually scientific study proven that when you're in a negative state of being, in a, in a state of stress or a state of anger, state of fear, mm -hmm your tunnel vision closes down. Yeah. So your perception of life changes. Yep. And you stop seeing all the positives in your life. You're mm -hmm. now only seeing the negatives because again, that's a part of your brain. And you're also manifesting and yep. attracting. Attract and manifesting. Part of your brain is like a GPS. It's only going to show you the negatives and that's how you spiral. Yeah. So it's so important to fight that urge to be negative because again, mm -hmm. humans are naturally negative creatures. We have to fight that part of our brain that comes within our subconscious mind to be more intentional of how we program it. Well, some of the things that I do that I personally think of are massive influence on me is watching something that is a positive content. Like I no longer, this goes down to your, your brain food, whatever you put in your, in your brain, in your mind as food, which is the content you're consuming every day. If you're going to be consuming a lot of negatives, again, not going to be talking about news because news is an obvious one. No one watches news these days. But like even watching negative content, what's a, what's a drama TV show or drama video or or just like, you know, what's going on around the world and all this shit that's going to put you in a state of disempowerment. Which is what it's there for. Th that's exactly what it's there for, to, to keep you afraid, to keep you like in a state of scarcity. The best thing you can do for yourself and be aware of what you are putting in your mind. Positive content empowering content inspiring content because again your mind creates that negativity your mind that's why news are never positive because no. they know psychology design you're going to be seeking that negative i mean we went through covid if you don't know that already yeah get to know it. exactly mean, all we went through that yeah exactly we know what the news reported what compared to what was actually going on in the background of some things that were happening yep yeah, and, and another important thing is what you're consuming is what you're brainwashing yourself with. So when you're not intentional with that, you're just brainwashing yourself with anything and everything, and that's not going to benefit your life. So if you truly want to have an intentional life, life of love and peace and, and positivity and success, you have to be aware that your mind is going to be the reason why you make it happen, or your mind is going to be the reason why it stops you from happening. So like I said, get intentional with your mind. 
Get intentional with training and conditioning your mind as always. And watch your life change. Watch your life change. It's been a really good conversation today. Thank you so much for, for having that conversation, Chelsea. Any intentions Thank you, you. want to leave to, to end this episode? Putting you on a spot right now. Live with a conscious mindset. Oh, I love that intention. So thank you so much for everyone listening. We appreciate you truly. And we will see you in our next episode. Bye.